Talk Recorded live. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes on him they should not perish. They should not perish, but they shall have. They shall have everlasting life for God. So That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him should not perish, they should not perish. But they shall have, they shall have everlasting life. Amen, amen. God bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, who is, was, and is to come. We thank God for who he is and all that he is doing on our behalf. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kenston, North Carolina, USA. And I would like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We do thank God for each of you. We pray that the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. Uh, for those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we are about to conclude our most recent topic entitled what? The trial of your faith. Just understanding, children of God, that our faith has got to be checked out. Each one of us has to be tried. Each one of us has to be tested that we might prove to be a genuine. Uh, for those of you uh, following along with us in your scripture, if you would turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, with a special focus on verse 30. Matthew, chapter 6, with a special focus on verse 30. From the New International Version, our scripture reads as follows. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? 
Once again, if that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and is thrown into the fire, will and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Still working on our theme, children of God. Why? The trial of your faith. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we love you. We bless you. We appreciate you. You've been so good to us, Father, better to us than we've been to ourselves. We give you all praise, all glory, and all honor. We pray, Father, that you'll speak to us and to our hearts and our minds that we'll be a blessing to your people, that someone today might come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, that someone that already knows him may grow in grace and in the knowledge of him as well. Help us, Heavenly Father. Do that which you have commissioned us to do, that we might be pleasing to you, and that your good, pleasing, and perfect will may be done in our midst. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our precious Lord and Savior. Let the people of God say amen, amen, and amen. The trial of your faith, the trial of of your faith. Now, we thank God for everything that he has shared with us on this particular topic. Uh, understanding that our faith is going to be tried, it's going to be checked out, it's going to be tested in order to find out or to 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 find out that our faith is genuine. Now, just because you are a gold dealer, let's say you're a gold dealer, just because somebody coming with a yellow substance that looks like gold, that doesn't mean you're going to buy it and that, that, that you're going to give people go the price of gold for it, you have to run it through some tests to find out and to make sure that it is, in fact, gold. Well, just because people are claiming that they are Christians, claiming that they are believers, that does not mean you just believe what they say. Each one of us must be tested. Our faith must be tested, and it must be checked out. Jesus spent much of his time during his earthly ministry rebuking the Pharisees, rebuking the teachers of the law, rebuking the elders, because even though they appeared unto men as righteous, Jesus knew that their faith was not genuine. My prayer for you, under the sound of my voice, is that your faith will be proved to be genuine. Jesus asked a question in Genesis in, uh, in, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 28, he says, And why do you worry about your clothes? Now, this particular question was being asked as Jesus was dealing with worry. Worry. He dealt with it 2,000 years ago, and he's still dealing with it today. Many people have still not learned how to escape the trap of worry. Worry is a trap of the adversary to try and get you and I not walking by faith. I rebuke the spirit of worry in every one of God's people under the sound of my voice today in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus asked the question, he said, why do you worry? Why do you worry about your clothes? Why? Really, why? God's saying, look, why do you worry about anything? He used clothes here because he was talking about clothes. He had been talking about clothes earlier. But the reality is, there's no need to worry about anything. 
There's no need to worry about where we're going to spend eternity because I'm going to tell you where we're going to spend eternity. If you haven't prepared for uh, eternity and you die, then you're going to spend it in hell. If you have prepared, then God will have you spend eternity in heaven. It's very, very simple. Why do we worry about anything? See, preparation can help cut down worry in the natural and in the spiritual. Write that down. Preparation. You know you got homework to be handed in. Well, you don't wait until five minutes before the teacher call for it to try and hand it in. You want to make sure that you get it turned, that you want to work on it the night before and that you want to do a very good job on it so that when it comes time to turn it in, you don't have to be worried. You don't have to be uh, concerned. So it is with our Christianity or walk, walk with God. We are put here in this life to spend our time preparing for meeting the Lord. Every one of us is going to meet with the Lord. Uh, we're going to stand before the Lord. We're going to give an account of the deeds that we have done while we were in these earthly bodies, whether they were good or whether they were bad. So this is our time for preparation. This is our time to get right with God. You don't want to wait until it's too late. The scripture asked the question, said, why do you, Jesus said, why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was not dressed like one of these. Jesus said, I tell you. Now, he didn't say that your society or your generation or people around you. Uh-uh. What we've got to learn how to do, children of God, is separate what God tells us from what our society or what our culture or what our nation or what our, our peers are telling us. Jesus said, I tell you. See, he realized that your, your peers or your friends or your society might be saying a whole different thing. But Jesus said, I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Now, that's not necessarily what your peers will say. That's not necessarily what your generation will say. That's not necessarily what your family will say. And so what we've got to learn how to do is to start going with what Jesus say and not what folks say, not what our society or our generation or our... Uh, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, Solomon in all his splendor is not dressed like what? The lilies. Of the field. And if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into fire, into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? God is trying to give us some sound doctrine here and sound instruction against worry. God said, Look now, birds of the air, look at the losers of the field. They don't spend a whole lot of time turning and toiling and running around. They simply trust God, and God provides for them. Well, if God provides for the lilies of the field, if God provides for the birds of the air, if God provides for creeping things along the earth, surely he will provide for us who have been created in his image and in his likeness. Now, if you don't believe that, some of y'all out there saying, I don't know, Apostle, I don't know if they're right. If you don't believe it, then you fall into this last category that, that the Lord was talking to. You of little faith. Jesus said, you of little faith. He just finished explaining to them how lilies of the field are taken care of. 
and how he will much more clothe us. Then he says, you of little faith, my prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that you will not be of little faith because people that walk under little faith, they end up with little blessings. People that have little faith, they end up with little, little moves of God in their life. People with little faith end up with little joy, end up with little peace. We end up with little, we need to operate in big faith, big faith, so we can get the big blessings of God, so we can get the big moves of God in our life, so that God will be pleased with us. Because God said, look, Robert, tell my people, without faith, it's impossible for them to please me. Without faith. So if you don't even have no faith out there under the sound of my voice, you don't please God at all. And if you don't please God, he's not going to please you. But if you will please God, God will make sure that you are pleased. You have little faith, Jesus said. So Jesus said, look, all this to say, look at verse 31. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? I don't care if it's in the midst of a, a, a depression or the midst of of, of, of uh Poverty or the midst of God is going to always find a way to take care of his people. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. God is going to take care of his people. Anytime you look up and things are getting worse financially or things are getting worse in a society, then that just means God need to be God need to be served more. That means God need to be magnified. God need to be lifted up. Because if anybody can stop the curse that is going on in our society, in our generation, it's God. It's God. Do not worry. Saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Look, God knows you need a certain amount of money. God knows you need a certain amount of food and clothing. God knows. You're not telling God anything he don't know by telling God, Lord, I need this, I need that, I need the other. He already know. Well, God didn't tell us to that we will get these things by telling him that we need these things. God said we will get these things. Look at verse 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. You don't get from God by asking God. You get from God by seeking his kingdom, seeking his righteousness, and the things will be given to you. Some of you didn't know that out there. So I know, I know God is God is telling me a whole lot of you didn't know that out there. You think you get from God by asking God. Uh-uh. You get from God by seeking, seeking his kingdom, seeking his righteousness. And the things, the things that you need, the things that we have need of, they will be given to us. Therefore, the Bible says, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. So I want to encourage you, children of God. Stop worrying, number one. Number two, stop doing a whole bunch of asking for stuff. And start doing what God has told us to do. Seek first what? His kingdom. Seek first his what? Righteousness. And God said, I'll give you the things. Some of y'all run right, do run right, do just the opposite. Asking, asking, asking. Lord, I need a new house. 
Lord, I need a new car. Lord, I need a husband. Lord, I need that. Lord, I, Lord, I, Lord, I, Lord. And God said, seek first my kingdom. God said, try that one on. Seek first my kingdom. Seek first my righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. That, well, that's the message, children of God. That's the message. I pray that somebody has been blessed today. Uh, if you want to contribute to the ministry, feel free. Uh, we're about to get all of the information that is needed that you might make a contribution. May the Lord continue to bless you. We'll see you at 6 p.m. this evening. We're going to be starting a new topic and a new series. Uh, and let's let's look with uh, expectation and eager excitement to see what God has in store for us. God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on you. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.church.com. Backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Freecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444 and try ID 17959. On Freecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talk Shoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.